Ghosticles time. It is Ghosticles time now that we're done talking we're about here. making fart noises with our hands. <laughs> we just finished. <laughs> yeah. We just finished our chat with our uh, patrons. Yes. Our um, phantasm tier for the patrons. It was and lovely to always speak so to all of fun. you. always so fun. Great mm-hmm. questions. Great questions. I always get me thinking. I liked, yeah, the, the what <laughs> they had us ask. Uh, Rissa had us uh, uh, answer what the other one's catchphrase was. That was fun. <laughs> but without talking to each other first. I'm going to have to and change we up. Right. We got to change up our phrases now just because we, we're they're too well known. So I think from here from here on out, mine's going to be bibbity bobbity boop. Okay. Like, and then, so, and yours was, it's a school of thought. It's a school There's of thought. There's a school of yeah, thought. According to a school of thought. School of thought. Yeah. School of thought. Mine is Whoopsie's Ghost. Yeah. Uh, I am not changing Whoopsie's Ghost because I say that in my real life about anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> Whoopsie's poop. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, but I'm going to add to mine School of Thought. I think that's what I'm going to do. School of Whoopsie's Ghost Thought. School of Whoopsie's Ghost. I, it's funny. Bibbidi, so, <laughs> Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. Um, it was funny. So David Mamet, the the celebrated playwright who is known for like really intense Bucks. swear words, like oh, I mean, like he's a great writer. Uh, I don't necessarily think he's a great human being, uh, but right. uh, his politics. But he fucks like nobody fucks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> his politics are problematic, but his fucks are just on point. On um, point. <laughs> Motherfucking point. He did like a master class online, and I took it just to you know just to. Uh, not you're not getting. I'm, you know, oh, you did. Yeah, you don't get to do like interact with him. It's all pre-recorded no. video and stuff. But it's funny watching him. But like that motherfucker, for all of him going like fuck this, fuck you, fucking blah in all his plays, he is incredibly articulate and relies very heavily on bibbity bobbity boo. He's like, so you put this spot over here, and you're gonna, you know, you're gonna sprinkle fairy dust on it. Doesn't work like that. You can't bibbity bobbity. You can't bibbity bobbity boo a movie. And it's like I'm listening. I'm like, that's the. <laughs> a, I'm sort of making notes of how many times he said bibbity bobbity boo. And I just, I, it so distracted me from all the other beautiful points about writing he was making. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm lost again, uh, David. Can you, right. can you, can you um, start again? Kalamazoo. Start again after Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. Yeah. 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 It's so funny. You... And then Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo, you got a story. Like, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's. Um... So I am now going to yeah, adopt no, that uh, as, as an homage to the writing, uh, not the humanity, but the writing <laughs> of David Mamet. <laughs> David. Fucking mammoth. David fucking okay. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross Mammoth. Fuck. <laughs> this is because it's an homage, it's reasonable. Right. And if you know Mammoth, you know that we're mild. <laughs> this is my yeah, this is we're babe, yeah. we're Dr. Seuss Mammoth right now, because we've only That's said true. fuck five times. <laughs> I thought you said been fucked five times, and I was like, oh, what? I've been fucked a lot of times in my life. A lot more than I care to fucking acknowledge. Oh, so yeah, if you're listening to this with your parent, we are so sorry. That's an awkward moment uh, that you but, guys can talk about later. But because it's your parents, they know what fucking is. It's true. It's true. They did it. They and you got to be grateful for it. And it's it's a shame. It's a real shame that you have to live your life knowing that. But it's true. Your parents had sex. My parents haven't had sex in fifty years. I think their whole. I think they're they're the closest they get is to just scream "fuck you" to each other from across the room. Yeah, I mean, that's a kind of foreplay. Well, it's it's a fore and aft play. Right, right. Uh, shall we just jump into these <laughs> fucking stories? 
<laughs> yes, let's fucking jump in. Shit. <laughs> the first submission, and these are we got two long ones today, right? So yes, I like yeah, that. I like that. So we're gonna we get to we get to stay with the same tellers for a bit. Uh, first submission comes from Celestrine. 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 It's a beautiful name. I Celestrine, hope. Yeah. I hope I'm saying it correctly. But I Celestrine? want Celestrine. Celestrine. Oh, Celestrine. That's good too. Um, I'm not sure. But Celestrine says, "Hi, peeps. Hope you're safe and sane." Ish. I'm always heavy on the ish. ish. So much <laughs> insanity. It's starting to look like 2021 told 2020 to hold its beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, side note: I use peeps short for people as a replacement for guys, and uh, and a deference to my trans friends. Oh, nice. Um, Very nice. I've always used guys interchangeably with any, I know. yeah, but I I don't know. I'm always. I'm old fashioned. I mean, I understand. But I, I don't, Our I generation never, just I never mean, guys. Yeah, I never mean a gender by it. Same with dude. I just never. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, I call everybody dude. Yeah, exactly. Dogs dude. Everybody's yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, while the actual incident is short and to me very sweet, it does require some history. We love history. I immigrated mm-hmm. to Europe from the U.S. back in 2006 to be with my husband. In the process, I had to leave my beloved black cat, Miru. Uh, she doesn't travel well, and a five-minute car ride uh, to the vet was absolute torture, so I knew there was no way I could put her through the horror of a 13-plus-hour plane trip with two layovers. Oh. Yeah. Plus, security would probably have wanted to search her carrier. Bleeding airport officials are not conducive to smooth travel. Bonus points if you get the literary reference of her name. I'll tell you at the end of the story. I don't. I feel like I should, but I don't, and I'm... Ooh. That's my own failure. I apologize. Um, I feel like I henceforth tender my like resignation as a literary expert of the show. Um, Stephen Colbert would probably get it. Probably, uh, <laughs> it does. I it does would definitely. It, he would definitely. It get seems it. Middle Earth. <laughs> seems very Middle Earthy to me. Um, yeah. Uh, so I found uh, her, the cat, a, a very loving home with one of her litter mates, and extracted a promise from uh, the husband that we would get not one but two kittens once I'd settled in. Enter. Mia, or Maya, and Felix, or Felix. (laughs) Felix. Uh, Felix. Mia definitely chose husband as her human. I've grown on her over the years, but in those early years, yeah, I was merely an adequate replacement whenever husband had to be away for any length of time. Felix was a lovely black and white tuxedo, an attention sponge and snuggle bug with a tendency to love everyone. We found him at a unique shelter with no cages, just a huge space with free-roaming cats, and he introduced himself by leaping from the top of a cat tree onto husband's shoulder, settling in and purring his heart out. Uh, That's so cute. We were absolutely smitten, uh, and when we left the shelter, he came home with us. While he may have gotten our attention by jumping on husband, I was definitely his chosen human. Felix would follow me everywhere. No private time, uh, (laughs) no me time in the bathroom. Uh, He had to be in there. One time to read, play video games, yeah, lap or shoulder time. Uh, He even slept under the covers at my feet every night. My dogs both sleep under covers as well. Yeah, ours ours do not sleep under covers, but they do sleep at our feet now on the bed. It's so cute. Um, They're not on the bed, but they are under, like... If we get up and, you know, I'm on the couch and I have a throw, they're under the throw next to me mm. or in my lap if it's Dexter because he's 35 pounds. Why would he not want to be in my lap? <laughs> Some of my yeah. fondest memories are the ones we spent curled up on the couch with his head tucked into my neck asleep as I read. Oh. However, in about 2016, he started having trouble breathing. After a lot of tests and a referral to a specialist, a veterinary hospital in another city, it came out he had a fast-growing cancerous tumor at the back of his nasal passage. Fuck cancer. 
Agreed. They couldn't operate on it, and the specialist told us the only treatment would be brutal and only offer us at most a few months more with him. After hearing the details, we noped the fuck out on that treatment and made it our mission to spoil him rotten for the time we still had. He lived the high life for almost a year until the struggle for air meant he was sleeping more than awake and even eating was starting to be a challenge. We made that hardest call, and when it was over, I had him cremated. He now lies below the butterfly bush he loved lounging under on hot summer days. Now, the spoopy stuff. In 2019... I suddenly developed a blind spot in my right eye. When it didn't go away in a few hours, I mentioned it to husband who demanded I call uh, the out-of-hours number for our doctor. Long story short, within hours, I had seen a specialist, and within two weeks, I had the diagnosis of eye cancer. Seriously, fuck cancer. Um, I was devastated and terrified. The blind spot was in my dominant eye, uh, was permanent, and treatment was going to make it bigger. As I lay on the guest bed the night after going over treatment plans with the surgeon and frankly crapping myself with fear, I felt a familiar paw on my lower leg. Then a familiar body curled itself as if to sleep. My mind stilled and I relaxed for the first time since the C word had been mentioned, falling asleep to the feeling of a cat curled at my feet and the certainty everything would be okay. I woke the next morning, still with that sense of everything would be fine, to find no cat in the room. I realized I'd shut the door the previous night, and as I thought it over, it also struck me that Mia never sleeps with us. Her preferred bed is on a desk or on the dresser. Felix is the only one who ever slept with us. He'd come back to comfort me. And while he's not been back, Felix's reassurance has never faded. That sense of it'll be okay has sustained me through treatment and rehabilitation, giving me a positive outlook that has been uh, remarked on repeatedly. All I can say is, thanks, little buddy. Love ya. On a lighter note, the literary reference, uh, (laughs) I was a huge Tolkien geek. Ah, yes, Jamie, you were right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Still am. Miravor, the cordial of uh, uh, Imaldris, I can't, oh God, is the drink, (laughs) I should know this and I don't, (laughs) is the drink Elrond gives to Gandalf when the Fellowship of the Ring leaves Rivendell. Gandalf allows each member a sip to revitalize themselves when battling the snow and elements on Caradros. Hope uh, you had fun reading those strange words. Ah, you know I did. (laughs) (laughs) So strange. Thank you. And, you know, best of luck to you. Yeah, fuck cancer, but I have a a feeling you're going to kick its ass. I just, that's right. I have a feeling that's it ain't right. no thing. You're gonna like. You're gonna come out of this going, yeah, yeah. Come on, that's all you got. Cancer, go fuck yourself. You're gonna be like my sister-in-law yeah. who kicked its ass. Hey, it's commercial time. It's commercial time. It's commercial time. <laughs> it's the first month of 2021. Commercial time, and hopefully the world will not be ending. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, Look at that. We're follow here to tell through. you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're here to tell you about our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash ghoulintentions. Find out about all of our tiers and ways that you can help support the podcast. We really, really appreciate it. We have two chats coming up for our Discord, which you can also join if you are a member of our Patreon under yes. certain tiers. Look for, look for the Discord tiers. It means you get to uh, talk to on, us. That's right. And then you can chat with us. It's really In fun. real time. Um, in real time. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, 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 on the 16th. We will have a chat for everyone on the Discord at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. And on the 30th, we will have a chat for our Phantasm tier. Um, And that is one where they actually talked. We actually all talk. So it's pretty cool. Um, That's all I've got. Thank you for listening to this January commercial for Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) We love you guys. Join us. Join join us on Patreon and join us for the chat. We look forward to hearing from you. Bye. Bye. 
so good story. I love a good pet yeah, visitation so story. sweet. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Uh, next up, we have Tayson. Hello. It's been a while. Hope you bo- are both doing well. Nice. It's L-O. E-L-L-O. Hello. <laughs> hello. Did you say hello? No, I said hello. I said hello. <laughs> this story is from when I was 17. To better understand the story due to the events that happened, some aspects of the story are a bit hazy, as you will soon understand why. A friend and I used to drive around at night since we were both insomniacs. This particular day, my friend had invited some of her friends to go on our adventure with us. Everyone decided to head over to an abandoned building that was in the area we were in. It was somewhere between 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. when we pulled up to this building. From a distance, this building was hard to spot, and to this day, I cannot remember how we got there or what it, where it was located uh, specifically. However, after we passed through the gates, as if looking through a horror movie, this building suddenly towered over us, and I found it difficult to see the top of this building. It had old red bricks, uh, red brick walls, and you could easily walk around the building, almost like an odd-shaped tower. We made our way out of the car, and the air suddenly felt thick as if I was trying to breathe through sludge. We stood outside of the car for a moment that felt like an eternity. The wind started to pick up and the temperature dropped significantly. The wind was much louder than it should have been. It made everyone's voices sound distant and muffled, even though they were standing right next to me. As we moved closer to the building, my footsteps felt weighted, making my legs hard to move as if I was cemented to the ground. The people I was with started to look like static as they moved quicker to the building than I was. I can't recall where they wandered off to. I just remember standing still as they moved away from me. I felt alone with the headlights of the car beaming past me. You would think I would be able to see perfectly with the light in front of me, but everything still seemed quite dark. I felt sick to my stomach. I swear I was about to vomit. I've been there. (laughs) (laughs) yes yes you have i start to hear the muffled voice of my friend and i try to find out uh where the source of where or where she is i take one step forward and there is suddenly a figure in front of me but much smaller than anyone we were with the brown hair barely in view so i look down and about an inch in front of me is a child I'm too terrified to move at this point, and the movement it made was one of the most horrific things I've seen. It slowly turned its head up to me, and I wanted to scream, but my mouth was glued shut. This child had no face, no eyes, no nose or mouth, like it was wearing a mask of flesh that covered everything. I can still hear the muffled sound of my friend that sounded like she was calling out my name, I was about to back up and run back into the car when about a dozen more children appeared, all having no faces. They were different genders and ages and hair colors and looked like they were all from different time periods. I was finally able to move and reached out and found the arm of my friend and pulled myself close to her with quite the force and clung on to her arm, my eyes still fixated on the strange children. I heard her ask me if I was okay. All I could mutter out was, there are children with no faces. My voice was quiet and trembling. She managed to get me to walk where the others were. I was shaken and still baffled by what I had seen. My friend knows how sensitive I am to the paranormal and was trying to tell the others that we should leave. 
They muffled some argument that I don't quite remember and said something about how there was a door in back they wanted to try to get into. We all walked over to this rusted door, and the moment they touched it, the children surrounded me and my friend that I was still clinging to and were trying to tug on us. It seemed like they were trying to get us away from the door. I looked back at the door, and this decrepit man that towered about seven feet tall rushed toward me and bent down to my face, screaming angrily to get out, and just kept repeating himself. His eyes were sunken in and seemed to have no uh, have more white than the color of his mouth. Wait, and seemed to have more white to his eyes and the color of his mouth. Wait, I can't oh, hold on. I lost it. <laughs> I'm so creeped out. <laughs> sorry, I'm like, oh, sorry, I was so oh. into it. His eyes were sunken in and seemed to have more white to his eyes than color of his mouth, contorting weirdly as he screamed. And I started to scream that we need to leave now. I was hysterical at this point and don't remember how the others reacted to suddenly hearing me shout, who had been quiet most of this time. I don't really remember how we got to the car or how quickly we got there. I just remember his shouts continued until we got back. We pulled back and left, and after we got uh, after we left the gated area, it seemed I could no longer see the building. After I'd calmed down, uh, I talked to the others about what I had seen and felt. They didn't see what I had, but they felt the cold and the wind and agreed that it was oddly loud and a creepy vibe came from the building. I'm glad that I wasn't able to find my way back there, and nor would I try. Stay spoopy, my friends, and stay safe. Ugh. And if you are ever at a weird place with a friend that is sensitive like me, please check in with them. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, that's creepy. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, the image it. of those kids. Oh, and a creepy yeah. dude. Ah, no. No, yeah, thank you. man. No, thank you. No, thank you. And I, they, it seems like they were just trying to be nice. <laughs> they were just saying, don't do it. Like, you and then the old man showed up and they were the kids were like, see, we told, we told you. Okay. He's an asshole. Well, we tried, but our mouths are covered with flesh. Uh, so what are you going to do? Uh, <sighs> Good story. Well, I am going to go and cook dinner now <laughs> with right. that image in my mind. Sounds great. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, I would take a nap, but now I can't. <laughs> yeah yeah the stakes are too high yeah. too high too high uh so, but good stories thank you yeah. guys keep sending those in yeah, thank you thank Willintentions.com. you submit your story submit. um we love getting them we love reading them we do and uh, i think that's all we have yes that's it anything else all right well stay safe stay sane and remember it's okay, okay to sleep, sleep with, with the, the lights, lights on, on. I am recoordinating as well. Okay. Let us begin. We love you, Matt. One. With you, thank you. Two. Uh, a three. When I clapped, my hand made a fart noise. Like a... I can't. I'm trying to get... I, can, I can't. There, I did it. No, mine like, just sounds like you a... May, so that mine, I can't, is how I can't you're making the, the farty... The, can you do the squeak? Jack can do no, the squeak. No, I can't. I can't. I cannot make fart noises with my hands. I've yeah, tried. I'm Jack so jealous. It's full... like being able to whistle. I think you either can or can't. And I can whistle. I can whistle like a fucking songbird, but I cannot make fart noises with my hands, and it's a tragedy. Yeah. Uh, Jack does, and it's a big trigger. <laughs> it's my only character Dexter. flaw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. I can't do it. Um, it I mean, we, Dexter De- it loses It drives his Dexter mind. fucking nuts. I have never seen a dog 
lose their mind the way Dexter loses his mind over Jack making fart noises with his hands. Yeah, it's like he thinks he squished a mouse in his hand and Dexter has to get the mouse. Yeah. It is the funniest, weirdest thing. And now it's evolved <laughs> because he knows there's nothing in his hand. So he just takes out his frustration on a toy and will just destroy the toy. Ding! And uh, go from there. But but That's anyway, so it's funny. Ghosticles time. It is Ghosticles time now that we're done talking we're about it.